Hello, hello, this is Jonathan and you're listening to the Johnny Talks Podcast, the place where we help you achieve your financial goals. Hola amigos, hope you're having a great day wherever you are. And if you're a new listener to the show, special warm welcome to you. I really appreciate you tuning into the show. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. I appreciate it even more. In today's episode, we will speak to my friend Daniel from MrFinancialFreedom.com. He's a 20-something from Germany and started his personal finance adventure only recently. And it all started with stumbling upon a personal finance book in a bookstore while on holidays, actually. And yeah, here we are three years later, we will discuss his clear plan on how to become financially free. We will touch upon various topics, including investing in individual stocks, real estate crowdfunding investing, and Daniel will share as well how he helped two of his friends getting started on their path to financial freedom. This episode is for you if you want to become financially free as well and are looking at ways to get started. So without further ado, let's hear the interview. Hello, Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Yes, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, Great to have you. We've been talking on Twitter and uh, yeah, I'm happy to have you here. And you just started your blog, uh, Mr. Financial Freedom, actually in 2019. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, that blog? Yeah, um, actually, I started my journey 2018 towards financial freedom and Mm -hmm. I... By reading some of the the popular blogs in the internet, who from the people who already reached financial freedom, at, at one point I decided I also want to do the same, be, because I did not find a lot of blogs in Germany, where I live, and um, I wanted to do the same, and also wanted to talk to the English uh, speaking people, who also speaks uh, English, and I for that reason I decided to um, write about my journey to financial freedom from Germany. Okay, very good. And just a question to you, uh, Daniel, why didn't you write in uh, German? Because, I mean, your blog is is full in English. Yeah, I, I struggled with this question for, uh, I think, almost two weeks because I was not sure what to do. But at the end, <laughs> I decided that my audience, that more audience will be covered with the English language. And the most of the people who are in the age of 20s, 30s are, um, can speak the language English. So um, at the end, I decided to go for English. Yes, and especially when you're in Europe, it's it's easy to reach a bigger audience uh, than if you stay in your country. Nevertheless, it comes with its... Uh, I mean, I, I'm facing the same. I'm from Belgium. I've lived a bit around. So I th- that's why I also chose English. But I might do sometimes an article or who knows in French or whatever. I mean, this is a, as well a, an ongoing struggle, uh, Daniel. Even for the podcast, I was thinking, yeah, should I do something in French? Who knows, who knows what the future will bring. I might do it as well. And anyway, back to you. So, Mr. Financial Freedom, the blog, your uh, journey to financial independence. So you said, yeah, well, I, I read a lot of blogs, etc. in English. What were your sources, uh, Daniel? What, where did you find information about financial independence? I actually, it started at a bookstore in New York um, uh, when I heard the first time about uh, financial independence mm-hmm. and retire early. And after I found this book, I even did not buy this book, but I found it uh, after that. I went to the Internet and I started to search financial freedom. And uh, there were a lot of resources, books, uh, recommendations. And even if you check on other blogs, you see a lot of book recommendations. And I just started from there. I mean, I 
I started to to read, um, for example, from uh, Grant Sabatier, Mr. Uh, Financial Freedom, mm-hmm. which is a uh, which is a great book, which uh, also um, helped me to come into my next steps. Let me say to to my journey in my journey. Okay, very cool. And then you read these books, these blog posts, etc. You live in Germany. How do you start to uh, apply the the concepts? Does everything works, or or how do you translate that into yeah the practicalities of Germany? Yeah, the, um, the most of the books are written by people who have reached financial freedom in the US. Mm-hmm. So um, mainly they all talk about uh, in, investing in a total stock market index fund, and these these funds are not available here in Germany, or I think even not in Europe. And for that reason, um, uh, what we can do, we we can invest in ETFs, exchange traded funds, but um, at one point, I decided that um, I like more to um, analyze uh, companies. I would like to analyze financial um, uh, reports, mm-hmm. and I w- would like to invest in companies uh, which pays dividends. So I use the dividend strategy, and uh, for that reason, I do not use mainly the ETF strategy, but um, I align the concept of the dividend. So I try to um, reach my financial freedom with dividend. Start with the dividend strategy. Mm-hmm. And Daniel, um, financial freedom. What does that mean to you? I actually um, divided my my goal, financial freedom, in four stages. So um, for me, um, it means that I not necessarily have to go to work every day. I can imagine that I would like to still work part time. Mm-hmm. So for this for the social context, but um, I don't want to spend my whole day in uh, in an office. So I'm a computer engineer, and um, I don't want to say tired of um, being on a on a chair, but it's it's like that. So I can imagine, and I would like to achieve that. I only have to work part time, even with the same income. At the end, I divided my goal in four stages, and the first one is that I want to earn passive income of one thousand euro. Mm-hmm. This would cover my current rent. So at the end, I don't have to work anymore to um, to pay my rent. This would help me already. So this would be already a first uh, big goal in in my in my journey. So um, I'm would be very happy to achieve it. And the second step would be 1,700 euro per month. This would also this would also cover my my fixed costs. So electricity bills, internet bills, whatever it's needed to to uh, to live. And the sec the third and fourth step is basically um, almost cover everything of my. Of my lifestyle, what I'm currently, um, my current expenses, so that I w- would not have to change anything. I can just stop working and uh, don't have to go to the office anymore, mm-hmm. which I don't, which I don't want. But um, at least I want to have the feeling that I don't have to go there anymore. I don't need to go there anymore yet. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. So yeah, up to three thousand euros per month after tax. I think it's a, I think it's a good goal, and I think it offers a pretty comfortable. Uh, life actually uh, in Germany and I think in Belgium it would be the same in Luxembourg 3000 okay it I think it's quite decent but the the real estate is a bit expensive so um, no lofty goals and you say one of your strategies one of your ways to try to achieve that is dividend investing any other opportunities or any sorry any other um, ways to to try to achieve those 3000 euros yeah um I started um, three months ago with the real estate crowdfunding. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I'm starting to invest in real estate because uh, I also thought about uh, buying a, a flat or a house here in Germany, but uh, they are not really affordable. So um, for that reason, I decided to go for the crowdfunding, which pay me a specific amount of interest every month, which I get back. And um, I'm currently um, registered for about four platforms. And um, let me say I started, I'm in a testing phase at the moment yeah. uh, with, mm-hmm. uh, with a little about of money, but I'm quite happy. So it's easy, easy to invest. And also at the moment, I see a good returns without doing anything. Okay, that's a, that's great. So basically, that's your strategy: dividend investing and uh, crowdfunding investing, real estate crowdfunding. These these are great. I mean, I'm I'm doing a, a bit of both myself. Now the thing is, if you want to start making a thousand euros, seventeen hundred euros, and etc., and grow up to three thousand, it takes a lot of capital and a lot of work. I mean, at least for the for a dividend part, uh, you know, when you have a stock that pays you 2%, 3%, maybe 4%. I mean, you need really like hundreds of thousands before you start to make a monthly income of a thousand euros. So uh, how do you see that for yourself, uh, Daniel? Yeah, this is actually a, a good question. So um, at the moment, I'm trying to um, reduce my expenses, So, the, um, which will, which means that I try to increase my saving, my saving and investment rate mm-hmm. uh, every month. At the moment, I have a saving rate of, of about 30% and I'm saving about, uh, investing about uh, 800 euro every month. So um, I think I'm already on a good way to, to reach my first, my first stage of my goal. Um, but in any case, um, there, uh, the next step in my journey will be to find a side hustle. And with that size hustle, I, this money I will earn there will be directly put into the investment from of dividends, okay. dividend stocks. Mm-hmm. And do you have a uh, for your dividend stocks? I'll move on to the crowd um, to the real estate crowdfunding afterwards. But f- uh, to stay a little bit more on the dividends, do you have a specific uh, companies you look for, or do you what? How do you um, pick your stocks? Do you look at uh, the reports in details? Do you look at the news? Do you follow the news? Do you follow specific sources of information how do you pick uh, your stocks uh, actually um i i use a lot of sources um who are recommending dividend stocks already so one is um for example seeking alpha reports yeah uh, where i also look at the financial reports um and the main concept i use is that i try to follow um companies which has a low payout rate and uh who in, uh, in in correlation uh, offer a, a high dividend a yeah. high dividend high dividend yield sorry mm-hmm. and um, but in general I try to diversify so I I try to invest in companies uh, in real estate real estate investment trusts my portfolio is completely a mix of different um, sectors industries and um, I'm very happy at the moment about my um, about my diversi- diversification. Yeah, and I I've checked uh, your blog, and it's uh, actually you're very transparent. So I've seen uh, different uh, companies in there, like Disney. You also have um, your ETF in there from a Vanguard ETF, I, I believe. So it's quite diversified. So that's one part. So I think that's a long term um, long term growth and getting deeper into the 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 numbers, the reports, etc., and following the right sources. Seeking Alpha. I have read some some of their uh, articles when I'm looking doing my own research. 
indeed next to the Motley Fool, for example, and some resources in Belgium. So that's good. They're a good source. And then um, for the real estate crowdfunding, how do you um, uh, how do you pick your platforms? I know there's a few ones in Europe. Which one are you investing in? And you said you were satisfied. So uh, why are you satisfied? How do you evaluate the these platforms? Yeah, um, I started um, the the real estate crowdfunding with the platform called Exporo from Germany, mm-hmm. um, and uh, probably just because I, I I trusted a German company first with my money, and Exporo offers um, a minimum investment of five hundred euro for a project, and um, they also offer um, that you can uh, invest in properties which will give you uh, which will pay you monthly rent. Mm-hmm. a part of the monthly rent. So for me, it was important that I will receive monthly income. And uh, that was one of my rec- uh, requirements when I picked the platform and Exporo is offering me that. Um, the minimum investment is quite high with the platform, but at the moment I inv- I'm investing in three three projects and I, I saw very good returns. So I, I'm very happy about it. And my second platform uh, I'm investing currently is Estate Guru. And mm-hmm. um, Estate Guru is, uh, I started actually a few weeks ago. I did not put a lot of money in it because um, it's a, a company based in Estonia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to get a feeling about about these platforms. But this this platform offered already many, um, many projects, so around five per week, uh, new, platform, new projects per week. Let me say my my first impression is uh, absolutely fine. So I'm 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 very happy, and uh, I will see how the the future will look with that platform. My last platform I'm currently investing is Evo Estate. It's also a company in in Estonia, uh, which is a, a little bit different than the others because it's not uh, the company is not offering the projects by itself, but it's offering projects from other platforms. So it's basically a third party who is just offering projects from different platforms, and yeah, let me say, um, for with all the three platforms, I'm I receive good returns and I'm quite happy at the moment. I also heard um, bad news about some other real estate crowdfunding platforms in in June, uh, sorry, in January, and uh, who went out to be scam. So I'm very, let me say, uh, cautious about uh, where where I invest my money, and these three platforms at the moment uh, make me happy. Yes, that's what I wanted to get to because now, okay, we are in this crisis period at the time of recording. And um, I've seen as well on Twitter um, a few tweets of people saying, oh, yeah, this platform is a scam. What about this? What about that? I didn't read everything in detail, but it's true that, yeah, some some platform have closed down. I mean, some of these, uh, not only real estate, but all that is um, peer-to-peer platform have closed in Europe, at least. I don't know in the States. But at least in Europe, they have closed and um, it creates a, a risky uh, anxiety with investing. And uh, so it's it's always a bit, uh, yeah, should I invest it? Should I not invest? Should I continue? Should I pull my money away from those platforms? You put money, you want some, to see some returns. So uh, you're, you're absolutely confident in all the platforms you invested in, uh, Daniel? For the moment, yes. So uh, okay. um, f- at the moment, I'm I'm happy, as I said, and uh, but I will monitor the situation for another year, maybe, um, and to to continue to to see the news, uh, what's happening about, especially about the two ones in Europe, uh, yeah. I mean in Estonia, in Estonia, and uh, yeah, I will share it, of course, on my blog. Yeah, and and the thing is, um, 
the thing is with, with these platforms, it has a short track record, so it's not as easy to to always uh, evaluate because, for example, for the stock markets, you know, there are reports. For example, uh, I know you invest in Disney. You also invest in Coca-Cola, IBM. So there's a few sectors present also in energy. So you can see a bit how the companies behaved in past uh, crisis, etc. So it's maybe easier to anticipate, even though you can never anticipate, but at least there's a track record to build on here with uh, uh, all those peer-to-peer platforms, the real estate crowdfunding platforms. It's a bit harder to to see, yeah, what what will happen, uh, how reliable are these platforms, etc. So that's uh, why I, I use, uh, for example, Mintos and uh, Crowdestor mm-hmm. my, myself. And it's a bit, yeah, I put a little bit of money, not not too much, just a, a, a bit of money because I'm like, yeah, okay, well. They seem reliable, they seem professional, but you never know. I mean, I don't know this too much, so I put a little bit to give me a chance to participate in the interest payments. But on the other hand, well, if something happens, well, I don't lose too much money. So that's a bit how I approach it, this kind of things. It's uh, it's more risky, so then I put less money. Yeah, it's exactly the same way I, I currently mm-hmm. approach the, this topic. Okay, very good. And then, uh, Daniel... Um, so you started your your financial journey um, two three years ago by reading books, then starting yourself. Uh, how did your uh, friends uh, see this? I mean, did you are you sharing all of this information with your friends with your close friends, or how does that work? So yeah, my my close friends they know about my blog, mm-hmm. and they are also following my blog, and they also ask me about questions. Uh, how can I open a trading account? Uh, why are you not writing in German and so on? <laughs> so, I, so, so I always have to have a personal call with them and explain everything what I write in my blog in German. Mm-hmm. But this is but this is not a problem. Um, actually, um, <clears throat> I had already two friends of mine um, to uh, analyze their expenses because they had problems with uh, because they asked me how can I invest? I don't have money to invest. And uh, two of my friends, they started now investing after we to sit together and analyze their their situation. Mm-hmm. So how did you start um, to uh, to go through their finances? So you went through the expenses and then you advised them, or I mean, you advise, you're not a financial advisor, but you helped them to set up a, an investment account. What was the process here? So um, at the beginning, I explained them how I took back the control of, of the money uh, for, me, my, for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, it was uh, like that, that four years ago, I only put two, 10 euro into a savings account and uh, that was it. So I did not have a, <laughs> I, I did not have a goal. And these 10 euros also did not stay long on the savings account because I thought it makes no sense at the end. So I actually started to um, to with, I started with myself to um, analyze my expenses. So and I used the same process also for the two friends. So let me explain how I did it for myself, and then I go to the to my two friends. Yes. So, um, 2016, I I've, uh, I found a book um, in a bookstore which is called "I Will Teach You to Be Rich" from uh, Ramit Sethi. Mm-hmm. And by reading this book, I, as I said, I was in the situation that I only uh, saved 10 euro per month and had no idea where what are my expenses, what categories I spending my most money in, and so on. So, and this book, uh, after reading it, it gives me, or this book gives a kind of six-week program, uh, which starts from uh, how to open an account, 
how to analyze expenses, how to automate your finances, how to open credit cards, how to invest and so on. And this book helped me very much to get an idea where my, what are my expenses? So mm-hmm. in which category I spent the most of my money. And I would say that everything started with, with this book and uh, I, this has helped me very much. And um, starting from that, I created a list of expenses. How, what are my expenses per month? And I used two ways. One was um, I, I took the, the bank statements of the last three months. I listed just all the expenses I had per month, even the one which are paid yearly. I divided them by 12. So I, I just was interested in the in the amount I'm paying per month to understand how much are available to invest and to save on a, on a trading account. The second, after I did this uh, with the paper, I was already on a very good way. But when I started started to track my money on an, on an application on my phone, I realized that um, my numbers from the first way, which I put on the paper, were not 100% correct because it started to completely uh, change my numbers at all, which I get from my bank statements. So um, at the at the moment, I... When my friends ask me, I recommend to everyone to use an app on the on the phone to track every expense, which uh, every penny which goes out of your wallet, because only then you understand what you really pay and for what category. Because with bank statements, you many people just uh, withdraw money and use it for something else, yeah. so you will never have the right right um, overview of your expenses. And this is exactly um, what I did with my two friends who told me that they do not have exactly. Uh, they do not have enough money to invest. So I, I said to them, you have to be transparent. You have to, we can we can sit together and um, we can analyze your expenses together. For the first example, for the first friend, um, uh, what we did, we understood at the end that he paid around uh, 250 euro per month only on on gas for his car mm-hmm. because he drives he drove to the to the office every day because he was too um, comfortable to use the public transportation, which I can. <laughs> Actually, I can understand, but um, from a money point of view, it was uh, a waste of money because uh, he had a very good location of his office, so he could easily use the public transportation. And beside of the other expenses, the most of the expenses were on gas. So at the end, I convinced him that he has to use the public transportation and he is saving now 170 euro per month um, just because he used the public transportation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started now... Um, few months ago to invest in an ETF, even if it's just a little amount of money, but I'm, I'm quite happy he, he's on the point there with my help. Mm-hmm. And, and just one question uh, before we move to friend number two, why did they come to you? I mean, what did they see uh, as a problem in their finances? Because if friend number one didn't uh, start to save the money on gas, I mean, he could still go on like this. I mean, nothing will change in his life. Uh, financially, but it, I mean, he can live comfortably. I mean, he has food and everything and he lives a happy life. I hope so, but nothing changes. So why did he start to get interested? What was his reason? Um, the reason was um, because I, at the time I still did not, did not have my blog and I, I started to talk every, not every time I saw them, but uh, a lot of time about the uh, stocks I, I'm invested in. And he was starting to get curious um, and uh, were sad that he could not do the same. Maybe it was that I was just too convincing, but um, <laughs> uh, I was I was happy at the time to talk about my investments. Yeah. So with my friends and actually it got his um, fascination. 
Okay, very good. And so, uh, what what's with um, friend number two then? How did you, yeah, how did you manage to help him? Actually, um, I did it exactly the same way. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but in this way, the the category was not the guest, but um, the the classic uh, smoking part. Mm -hmm. And um, he was uh, even he was not very very um, a frequent smoker, so he did not smoke uh, as I know others. But anyway, he, he spent around 130 euro per month on cigarettes only. And he always told me that he's he's saving money, but he's not able to invest money in the with the right amount and he doesn't know how to do it. So basically what we did together, we uh, I tried to uh, put on the paper the, the expenses, what he would save in case he would, instead of buying package, package packs of cigarettes, Maybe instead he's rolling the cigarettes. So in here in Germany, we can buy the, the pack of tobacco yeah. and roll our cigarettes by our own. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, he, he saved 80 euro per month just by rolling the cigarettes. And this 80 euro, he's now putting exactly as it is in an <laughs> ETF. In an, in an ETF. Okay. So um, even if it's just a small amount and even um, if, if you just touch one of the big expenses in your of your categories, let me say, you, mm -hmm. even 80 euro can make so much difference. And uh, I hope they will do it for the rest of the next 20 years, let me say. Yeah, very good. And and then I'm wondering in Germany, uh, I don't know the, all the platforms there, but do you use like the Giro or like stock, um, yeah, stock brokers or something like this? No, actually I use the, the brokers on my bank of trust. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm currently have two two trading platforms, uh, two trading uh, accounts. One of my bank, which I also have my uh, deposit account, mm -hmm. and uh, one especially only for my dividend portfolio. I use Consort Bank, which is uh, based in Paris, I think in France, for my dividend uh, portfolio because uh, this bank offers uh, that you can save um, money on, or you can create a saving plan based on company uh, shares so you can buy only a partly shares for a company which is not offered by many banks so i for example every month i i buy microsoft stocks for 60 euro mm -hmm. even the even the share is at around 130 at the moment i just get uh, 0.4 shares from that company but it helps me to to increase my dividends per month so this is the, this is one bank which is offering it to me For that reason, I, I go there. And on the on my other trading account, I just use it for the my one ETF I have. Okay, very good. And then, yeah, one, one thing I like about uh, what you just told is the book, uh, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And you read, you have read other books. I, um, I've read the book myself as well. I even have the two editions, nerd. But, um, and I, I like Ramit's, I like Ramit's book. Because first, you know, a book, it costs 10 euros or let's say 10, 15 euros. So it costs nothing. Your return is much higher. So it's worth it anyway. So you should not uh, think too much about it. And secondly, the, the thing is, sometimes I, I have published stuff, you know, on social media, a small uh, a quote from that book, or I shared a picture, etc. about it. And then I have some friends or people in social media, they're like, yeah, okay, uh, Yeah, Ramit Sethi, yeah, okay, it's cool, uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's all, uh, yeah, it's American, it's uh, not applicable here. Uh, how can we do it? Uh, and I've, hear, I've heard this over and over. But the thing is, I really like this book because I think he has a unique perspective. And of course, I don't know what you think about it, Daniel, but 
to me, of course, the, the specifics, I mean, the specific brokerage accounts that is talked about or the, okay, the retirement accounts in the US, it's all the 401ks and, and things that, that do not apply here or in other ways. But I think the essentials of the book, the mindset, uh, you talked about the um, listing your expenses, automating your finances. I think all these concepts we can apply here. You need to tweak it to your own, of course, to your own own country. And uh, okay, you use this uh, bank in Paris. So it's another thing that everybody needs to do it in its own way. But at least for 10, 15 euros, you go through the book and you can apply some uh, really interesting concepts and you move ahead with your finances, which is the main goal, I think. I don't know what you what you have to say about this, uh, Daniel. Yeah, actually, as I said before, um, I, at the beginning, this book was mainly used for analyzing my expenses. Mm -hmm. But the, the more uh, I read this book, I read it actually three times, uh, three years ago. Okay. Um, uh, it helped me also to automate my finances. I also published on my blog a uh, automatic money flow plan I currently use between my savings accounts, vacation fund, emergency fund, between my credit cards, between my dividend portfolio. So everything um, at the moment I I do with my finances are automatic, and all of them, all of it I learned from this book, because uh, this book gives, as you said, a really simple idea what what you can do without. Um, spending every month on your account online, try to make uh, uh, money transfers. So at the end, I don't have to do anything anymore. I just uh, check my account for my balance uh, once in a while, but uh, I don't have to take care about anything else anymore. Everything is automatic. And this was one or the second big important part of this book I learned. What is also um, what I also understood, and this is maybe too easy to say, but um, before I did not really thought about it by because I paid around 10 euro bank fees for my account. So only just to get my salary on it, I paid 10 euro per what? month. What? To... 10 euros? Are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, 2016, uh, when I only saved 10 euro, this could be the 10 euro actually. But uh, this book, even at the beginning already tells you that uh, immediately cancel all your accounts with that bank and try to find one which uh, offers for free. And this is what I did, actually. So I put all my credit cards, all my bank accounts to a, a no-fee um, contract. Uh, this this also helped me to reduce my expenses, even not much, but even 10 euro is 10 euro. Mm -hmm. And then talking about this book, one thing as well I like about it is that uh, he likes to talk about spending money as well. So I'm going to ask you, Daniel, what do you like to spend uh, your money on? Because we talk about saving savings and investing, which is very important and crucial but what do you like to spend your money on daniel <laughs> yeah um the i'm not sure this is a good expense but i like to go out eating so dining out and ordering food even the, at the moment due to the COVID times um i reduced my expenses quite 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 a lot i i like to go out with friends i like to go out um with my with my girlfriend to eat uh, go for dinner mm -hmm. so the, the most of my money i would say in two i also analyzed for 2019 and i spent the most of my money on on dining out okay so <laughs> <laughs> that's great and uh yeah well uh, daniel just uh, then maybe one uh, last thing so if there are listeners uh, here uh, listening and they are starting their uh, I mean, they're at the beginning of their uh, financial journey. Uh, what would you recommend? Uh, what would be two, three tips uh, that you would recommend to them? 
I would recommend to them to for sure buy the book. Um, I will teach you to be rich for people who are starting out at, as I did uh, four years ago. And I would like to uh, say that they should start um, getting control of their money by understanding what are their expenses, in which categories they spend their most of their money in. Because if they if someone knows where the money goes, it's easy to to reduce the expenses uh, because then you have the feeling what to buy and what you should better not to not buy. Mm-hmm. And um, this is one of my uh, my recommendations I give also to my friends to to exactly know what expenses they have every day, and also track every penny of what they what goes out of their wallet. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great start. And Daniel, uh, we have come at the end of the show, so thank you for all your uh, for sharing your the start of your journey <laughs> with us, uh, the dividend stocks, the peer to peer lending platforms, the yeah. How, how you helped your friends already, even though you, you're just starting. So, so it's great. Uh, I like that. I like the sound of that. And uh, I think your blog is quite interesting as well. So um, you can see a lot of information in there. And especially, you know, um, I've had a lot of guests from the US and it's also uh, refreshing to, to hear a European perspective. So if people, I mean, probably there will be listeners from Germany listening, maybe your two friends. Hello, <laughs> friend number one and two. So yeah, maybe it's interesting to to go to your website and see um, yeah how you approach things, etc. I, I like to hear uh, different views. So um, Daniel, so as you know, we have our three quick fire questions. So question number one, Daniel, what has been your uh, best investment so far? Yeah, um, I don't want to oversay it, but um, this fourteen dollars for the book from Ramit City. Mm-hmm. Um, Helped me to start everything in my in my money money life or my money mindset. Yeah. So I I just this fourteen dollars were uh, the best investment I have so far. Yeah, it sounds like the return on on that investment is uh, quite uh, quite high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay, Daniel. Actually, the the second question is about books. So, what has been um, what is the best book you can recommend? And it does not need to be a financial book. Okay. Um. It, even if it does not have to be a financial book, I would like to recommend also the uh, Your Money or Your Life by Vicky Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, because in this book, we uh, she explains also um, how much money you will get for an hour of your life. So in uh, despite working, so the salary you get is uh, calculated uh, at the end. What will be the really result of an hour, the amount of, how can I say? The life energy and stuff like this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it's uh, actually how much um, money you get for each hour you work. So she explains it very well that work is not everything and uh, you should get uh, your life back. Yeah. I read the book as well. Actually, I listened to the book. No, it's quite great. I really like the concept. And uh, when I was while I was listening to it. I was in the car mostly, and then it was like, yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> so yeah, I really, it's a book I really recommend. I have a little uh, note on uh, my Instagram. So, so yeah, really, really good book, uh, Daniel. And then the last question: What has been the best purchase you've made for under a hundred euros, Daniel? This would be my Apple AirPods. The, the you know the small white uh, AirPods everyone uh, runs around mm-hmm. um, because uh, starting from that time I. I listen to podcasts uh, in an easy, more easier way, and I like to do it in a, uh, more often because with my headphones, with my big headphones, I always say no, I don't want to carry it. I and with this uh, little AirPods, it's 
so much easier and I, I found a very good price for 100 euros and uh, it uh, simplified my life a lot. Okay, very good, uh, Daniel. So the listeners can obviously find you at your blog, uh, mrfinancialfreedom.com. Any other places on social media where you are uh, present? Yeah, actually I'm on Twitter uh, mainly and I'm also starting out in Pinterest. But uh, of course, everyone can contact me on Twitter and via my blog. Okay, excellent, excellent. I'll link everything in the show notes so people can find you easily. So Daniel, thanks again for sharing your story. It was a pleasure and then uh, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you too, uh, Jonathan. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you enjoyed it as well and learned something from it. And before we head off, as usual, here are the key takeaways. Yeah, number one, whatever personal finance book you read, in the end, personal finance is personal and there will always be something to take away for your own needs and situation. And I really liked Daniel's story because he really it shows that he really took the lessons from all these American books on personal finance and apply them to his own needs. For example, he is still pursuing financial freedom, but he does that through dividend stock investing instead of using the more classic investing in Vanguard Mutual Fund and chill. Number two, real estate crowdfunding is an interesting option to evaluate if you're looking at making passive income. It remains nevertheless a risky venture, so invest cautiously and according to your uh, risk tolerance. Number three, Again, I really like Daniel's perspective and take on uh, what he has read in all the books and the blogs because he defined his goals very clearly. And in his case, it resulted in a four-stage plan on how to yeah, build his income over time into, uh, and to lead him to financial freedom. Number four, if you're just getting started, well, the main tip here, I think the main key takeaway here is to track your expenses with an app or Excel. It doesn't matter. But it's really important that you understand where your money goes. And then once you figure that out, then you can either cut costs or make the necessary trade-off. Number five, uh, regarding Ramit Sethi's book, well, not everything will work in Europe. But just keep in mind that if you get even just one takeaway from that book, which you can apply in your life or to help you improve your finances, it will be well worth your 10 to 15 euros. And last but not least, well, we were talking about saving and investing. It's very important, of course, but do not forget to also have fun with your money and spend on things you enjoy. So that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcast. And of course, please do not hesitate to contact me. If you have any questions or feedback, send me an email, john at johnnytalks.com or connect through social media at johnnytalks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And amigos, once more, thanks so much for listening. And I'll speak to you next time.